What is going on, Tecmo team? Andy here with the Tecmo Bros. Back at you again. This is the last episode of our June Divisional Breakdown. Like, it's been quite the journey. Ben, we got Ben back. Ben, how you doing today? Great. Happy Friday, everybody. It has been a lot of fun breaking down the divisions. And just to keep a reminder, fresh in your brains, Tecmo team, in the month of July, we are going down to one episode a week. We do not know which day yet. We're still discussing. But we are doing our positional rankings our preliminary 2020 positional rankings qb running back wide receivers and then on the last week of july we're going to tackle the all-important tight end defense and we'll even toss in a few kickers (laughs) for you because why the heck not you guys have deserved it and you earned it we appreciate it you guys are getting us so close to a thousand total downloads we're hoping with this week's yeah i think we can hit it we really appreciate all the positive support and the feedback you've given us but today is the last day we are talking about the afc west but before we get there we have to talk about a couple things that happened in the news uh ben i know you want to talk about uh a different sport yeah just uh, just want to uh, make some mentions um we're in sorry, about to be in july but uh finally things are going through i mean we've i know i mentioned the nba a few weeks ago um, they're going to be in that bubble in Florida starting at the end of July. Well, it's it's looking, I don't think how official it is yet, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty official that looking like we're going to have baseball in a couple of weeks here now too. Um, Which is exciting. They'll be starting the training camps again next week. So um, as we are mostly fantasy football, uh, we, we do love our sports, and fantasy baseball is a huge thing. Um so coming up in July, especially for folks who do a lot of dailies, you know, yeah, you're gonna be looking have at something to kind of keep a lot of baseball occupied. and a lot of basketball to do. Um, going to be interesting. I'm very curious, uh, and I'll throw this out to the Tecmo team too. Uh, you know, if you want to shoot us a message on like Facebook or Twitter, what what are your plans? If you're a big fantasy baseball person, what are your plans for the new? proposed season are you going to have a league uh how's that going to work i know uh, that very I, curious just to hear some thoughts on that you yeah find us tecmo t-e-m-c-o bros ff uh just throw it out on our socials if you have any ideas or yeah we'd uh, like, like to hear it yeah i played uh i played one season of fancy baseball ever and that was uh that was a never again thing it's for me. Tough. That's a, it's a lot. Like I like football. You can you can deliberate for a couple of days and you yeah. can make your best lineup over the weekend. But man, baseball, you got to be on it yes. every day, and that's I mean not I've, difficult necessarily, but it does take up a lot more of your time and your brain power. It does, and it, it, you have to really love baseball, I think, to do it. Like and not just be kind. Not that you don't, but there's a lot more casual baseball fans, and some people just find it boring. To be yeah, honest, that's, that's a tough so, one because. Baseball does take a bit of a, a more patient person to yeah. watch. I mean, we all appreciate a good pitcher's duel, but we want to see we want to see you hitting some dingers. Yeah, that's but, what we want to see. But I I love it. Uh, I love baseball. I love basketball. I love football. Um, big, you know, we're in Wisconsin. Brewers, Bucks, all the way. Um, so just excited to see that coming up here. You know, I know there's still a lot of things going on in the world, but man. Sports will help. Sports are <laughs> are coming back, yes, and we we're so just we're very excited. Just so. wanted to make some mention of it. Like I said, if you if you have uh, any thoughts on 
any of the fantasy yeah, related We'd love stuff. To, you know, if it's an abbreviated season, maybe I'll come back for a fantasy baseball sure. excursion. Um, but yeah, we're just, you know, players report July 1st. I believe uh, the 24th is when the, the, I think, yep. the abbreviated season officially starts. Um, and then basketball the week after. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a nice end of July, August. Just some nice distractions from, from your everyday situation. I can't, I can't wait. But we uh, do we have an update on Cam Watch? Cam Newton's still available. Awesome. Out there to be signed as a free agent. Uh, honestly, today I think we'll, we'll get it into. I'll probably mention them a few more times with uh, some of the teams we're talking about here in the AFC West. Yeah. But as of right now, uh, no, unfortunately, no news on on Cam Watch. That's a bummer. <laughs> and speaking of no news, as of this recording, there is a situation. Oh geez. In the football world, there is. Someone is killing Jay Cutler's chickens, yes. and he is doing his best to find the culprit. But the good news is it was not his cat, so <sighs> that's, the, that's the good news. So we're just you know he he's uh he's out there doing his Jay Cutler thing, yeah. trying to find out who's killing his chickens. Yeah, and uh, we 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 at least I do. I wish Jay the best in finding the killer. That's never fun to have that type of situation <laughs> going on at home. So, good luck, Jay. I hope you find I, out who's killing your chickens. I mean, t- this is why I, I don't do a lot of Twitter. When 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 I go on, because I'm I'm learning the Twitter uh, Twitter um, to do fire breathing uh, Twitter machine with with the Tecmo Bros stuff, um, and I I see Jay Cutler trending because he had a minute video talking about his chickens. Jay Cutler. I'll tell you what about Jay Cutler. I'm not. I I do. I'm. Those who know me know I'm not a Jay Cutler fan. If you were a Bears fan, though, I know it's hard to think about. (laughs) But if you're a Bears fan, you had to choose from Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, and Jay Cutler. Who would you want to have? They 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 may want Jay Cutler. I might want Jay (laughs) Cutler. I mean, they'll take the picks as long as he's throwing touchdowns along with them. Yeah. I mean, heck, (laughs) look at uh, Jameis Winston last year. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. For fantasy purposes, that's that's all good and fine, but. Again, uh, Jay Cutler news aside, this is a good day. The AFC West is a fun division. I think we're going to have a good time. So let's just start talking about the AFC West with, naturally, the Super Bowl champions, yes, sir. Kansas City Chiefs. What I loved about watching them in the playoffs last year is they just spotted every team they faced a 10-point lead and then just yeah. crushed their spirits. It was interesting. It was a really good Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was at work. Uh, when I had a work to go to, <laughs> and I was watching the Chiefs versus the Texans game, and I see the Texans come out to this huge lead, and I'm like, man, this game might not be as fun to watch as I thought it was. Yeah. And it was entertaining as heck, and the Chiefs just came out guns a-blazing in the second half and just started to make the, the world theirs. But not a ton of personnel changes uh, this year for them. They did pick up a couple of free agents. Uh, they picked up running back DeAndre Washington. They picked up tight end Ricky Seals-Jones just to sure up their depth. Uh, but the big one, they bit, they drafted running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, which I am personally very excited about. You'll find out why later. Um, and having drafted him, the, the strange running back situation from 2019 in Kansas City hopefully will not be as strange this year. LaShawn McCoy is no longer there. But you still have Damien Williams, Daryl Williams, and Darwin Thompson, along with brand-new drafted running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 
Is there a particular running back you'd like to own, or are you kind of keeping hands off of the situation in Kansas City? What do you think, Ben? I'm not super familiar with the Kansas City running back situation. Um, and to be fair, I didn't pay as much attention to the draft as I usually do, just with things that were going on. Um, but it was the only thing going on. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. However, I mean, you have the two. It's going to be between the rookie, Edwards Hilaire, and Damian Williams, I think, as to who's going to be the own. Um, they did but just uh, it's tough to know. Damian Williams. It, yeah. it, and it's tough to know because Damian Williams was supposed to be the guy last year, um, but wasn't quite. So, I mean, well, you're going to probably here. have a lot better uh, knowledge and thoughts on this than I am. I mean, I would, I would like to think so, but we'll keep that for the position <laughs> picks. Um, one thing I do want to go over is the pass-catching situation. Travis Kelsey is amazing. He's the last piece of the Holy Trinity uh, for tight end starters. And Tyreek Hill seemed to have an, a monopoly on consistent targets with Pat Mahomes. Do you think any other Kansas City Chief pass catcher is worth a look at? I mean, you got names. I believe Sammy Watkins is still going to be there. McCole Hardman. Um, those are for me. Those are the two names that I'd be looking at. But man, they're they're maybe worth a flyer. They're dart throw type guys. I had I've I've had Sammy Watkins before. He's you got Demarcus Robin. He's there. Robinson. Sorry, yeah. he's there as well. He's disappointed me. But they all of those guys. Like it looked like Hardman was more the secondary guy coming. And I think yeah. maybe he's probably going to be the guy that you'd look at like in later rounds as like a wide receiver three flex type guy but he still he might still be a dart throw right you know even even still like a streamable guy it's just so hard because last year i was on the receiving end of sammy watkins week one where he just you know dropped a 40 bomb mm -hmm. on you and just left you crying in but a corner then did nothing but then the he did nothing uh and it just seems like again michael Harmon, demarcus robinson sammy watkins you're just you're just really hoping that Somebody not named Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill or the running backs are the ones grabbing it. It just doesn't seem like they're consistent enough, even for a wide receiver three flex situation. Yeah. So, again, dart throw, like you said, yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. But, I mean, Pat Mahomes is still Pat Mahomes. You've got, obviously, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and then the running back situation. It just they're they're still so good. And They're still going to be very good. Yeah, They're the I defending champs. Yeah, I don't see DeAndre Washington making too much of an impact. I don't see, you know, Ricky Seals-Jones has always kind of been more of a blocking tight end, which is one of my reasons why I think that the running game might be better. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I like him as a high-hyped, you know, RB2 type situation. Don't think he's going to be a league winner, but I think he's going to see a lot of reps. Speaking of guys with a lot of reps, we're going to jump to a different team. The Chiefs are pretty cut and dry, mostly what they're looking at. We're going to go to a brand new Los Angeles Chargers team. Phillip Rivers lists for the first time in a long time. They drafted Justin Herbert at quarterback and Joshua Kelly at running back. Not a huge free agent pool for them to dig through um, that they, they wanted to sign anyways. But they say Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starter out in, in uh, L.A. Do you think Justin Herbert has a chance to even start this year? Or is it going to be Tyrod Taylor's job for the season? Well, I mean, what about Cam Newton? <laughs> what this about is what, Cam so Newton? this is one of those teams that uh, 
you know, when we're in Cam Watch, like, like this could be a fit for a guy like Cam Newton. Um, however, that's not the question. I just like talking about Cam Newton. Um, Tyra, Tyra Taylor has proven he can start in this league. So, I, yeah, he's going to be the starter, but it's going to be – when you have such a highly drafted, highly touted rookie quarterback on a team that is clearly – going to be rebuilding as soon as Tyrod Taylor starts struggling you're going to start seeing it just like we talked about yeah. I think we talked about it with um, or was it even this week or last week we talked about another team can't think of it right it's now it's my mind but I, um, I know what you're talking about and the crazy part is like you mentioned a rebuild I think they're almost sort of in win now mode like hear me out on this one they've got a really good support the, the cast offense of is, players. They have a really good offense. Yeah, and their the defense, defense is underrated. It's middle of the pack. Sure. It's not the best, but if you would have had someone there not Phillip Rivers, there's a chance it probably gets better. So Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, yeah. Austin Eckler exploded yeah. last year. And you mean to tell me that the a guy piloting that couldn't take him somewhere? That's and what I'm saying. You, you might not see Herbert this year. It's only going to be if he struggles. And again, Tyrod can be good. He had, a, he had a couple you know, good situations over in Buffalo. But I think that Tyrod is the starter for the year. I agree. Uh, pending injury. If he gets hurt, you have to put the rookie in, obviously. But I think if it, 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 he really has to like fall off and play horrible. Yeah, I don't think that uh, Justin really has a good shot. Unless he blows Tyrod away in camp. But that's I don't I don't say I think they're yeah. I think in camp they're gonna be looking at Tyrod as a starter. So. I agree. And speaking of a guy who is gonna be the starter always, uh Austin Eckler had a huge year, tremendous year, outstanding year, all the years, all the verbs, all the adjectives, yeah. whatever they are. Does he have the potential to have a McCaffrey esque season, seeing as how he is Pretty much the lone guy out there, save for like a, Ju- a Justin Jackson, like Vulture with touchdown. I mean, he's he's a do it all back. Or mm. let me. This is not on our script, but I want to throw this at you. Well, I mean, let me. We'll answer the question first. Do you think he has a McCaffrey-like season? Do you think he has the potential to have a McCaffrey-like season? I, I don't want to say McCaffrey-like because I don't feel anyone really is. McCaffrey he's an elite like, McCaffrey. Yeah, but can he be top five again? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, he's the guy there. He's now the guy. He doesn't have to worry about it. He was the guy last year, but he he did explode. And I don't foresee him drop. I can't really see him dropping off. But will he surpass uh, CMC? No. But so he, he can still be a top five guy. Easy. I think he's a bit of a trap. And this is this is why. I think he'll still finish top 15, maybe like 12, 12, like 11 so or 12. Even outside the top 10. So here, here's why. So maybe I'm just over-reading this and, and being a bit skeptical. Uh, another running back that came on and exploded and then just fell off a little bit the year after was James Conner. He had okay. a huge year in Pittsburgh uh, after Lev Bell didn't want to play. And then he's being drafted running back five, running back six. And he just kind of kind of falls off production wise. I mean, he, you can blame he a little banged up. You can blame banged up injuries, you can yeah. blame whatever you want, but I'm looking at it just similarly. The situation is is very similar. Except for if you really look at it, Eckler had been there the couple of years before. Right. Now he w- didn't explode 
like he was at that point. But when Melvin Gordon held out, was out, every time Which Melvin was Gordon the or was thing hurt, you could have done or was, Melvin uh, or was hurt, like. Which you know, the, yes, that Eckler stepped up last year, but he also did it in the year or two prior when Melvin Gordon was hurt. He yeah, was still Eckler a was flexible a, type player, and yeah. he still showed signs of what he did for the whole year last year. I think he can continue to do that now that he's the guy. Okay. When he's the guy, and they're focusing on him. Uh, yeah, like you said, I agree with what you said about Melvin Gordon. Like, yeah, you're maybe. Dumb. Yeah, Melvin Mel- Gordon. Bad, you're dumb. Bad move for Melvin. <laughs> yeah. uh, Great. Hey, you helped Eckler out a ton. Yeah, so. a ton. He's <laughs> going to get Yeah, it's crazy. So I guess I'm just looking at it like uh, I, I I'm understand a little more skeptical. skepticism, but I just don't foresee him even falling out of the top ten. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll discuss this more in our running oh, back I'm sure we rankings will. for sure. I'm sure this is going to be a point. Of it, it's probably going to be. I'm obviously pretty high on Eckler. So. Well, you yeah, you were an Eckler owner last year. That's so true. you you got to experience firsthand. His his awesome. I've just I've seen him. Do, he did it in years past too. I mean, so True. it's not like it's not it, like you said. James Conner kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think Eckler really came out of nowhere. He was still there. I think the year he, he had kind of came out of nowhere. Like we we knew he was talented. I don't think we thought he was bell cow status. Well, and sure he enough, he, he is. Oh, for sure, definitely. Yeah. But let's go to a situation that's a lot more murky in terms of running backs, where there's definitely no bell cow situation happening. We're going to jump over to the Denver oh. Broncos. And what a situation we have here. But they did add a few things. They added wide receiver Jerry Judy. They added wide receiver K.J. Hamler in the draft. And, of course, aforementioned, <laughs> they signed running back free agent Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon yeah. joins Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman in the backfield in Denver, which is just a lot it's a lot of talent to have. I think we can, before I even pose the question, I think I can just look at Ben and say, all three of those guys are very talented. Absolutely. And they could probably be either like an RB2 on any sure. football team. Um, but you yes. put all three of them in the, the same, same backfield. Do you expect any single running back to stand out and be worth owning, or are you kind of hands off on all three? I'm kind of hands off. I, I I expect that running back by committee kind of thing. And I'm pretty sure we discussed it a little bit off air earlier uh, that you agree it's going to be like a, who's going to be the guy this week? Who's going to be the hot hand this week? So in for fantasy purposes, owning one of them, like you, let's say you're a Melvin Gordon, Gordon owner and – you know he's doing okay, but for some reason Philip Lindsay has a hot hand, right? Or you know Royce Freeman's coming in there vulturing touchdowns from Philip Lindsay. From it's gonna be them, like yeah. yeah, it's gonna be really hard to figure out who's gonna be the guy. Now injuries and things, maybe you'll see a guy stand out of the three, but it's really tough because I think they're all in that similar, like you said, that RB two range, right? Like so, Melvin Gordon will probably get hurt. We can just throw that out there. So again, we're, we're we always anticipate players yeah, not I getting hurt, but the history is there. Yeah. Um, if you asked me and said I had, if you said I had to own one of them, oh, if you said I, I don't even know, if you told me that these are the three best options available on waivers right now, and you need a running back this week, yeah, I'd pick Philip Lindsay. Okay. Uh, and the reason why is, for what it's worth, being in all the timeshare he's been in for his two years. He still managed to put up 2,000-yard seasons, about five yards a carry. Yeah. So, like, I like those numbers, and I think that 
he'll Philip Lindsay will probably have a similar season. I don't know what Melvin Gordon's gonna do. I Royce Freeman doesn't deserve to be on a, a fantasy roster. He again talented. He still he still gets a fair yeah, amount you, of you can't. I'm not saying you're drafting him. I think I, I absolutely agree. Obviously, you sign Melvin Gordon, you're going to play Melvin Gordon. Like you have to use what you spent money on, right? Yeah. And same with Philip Lindsay. He's there. I mean, obviously, Royce Freeman. You spent some first round draft capital on way back when, but yeah, a lot of people draft Freeman in fantasy leagues. So I think he's what, just. A, I agree with what you said. Like, he's just especially a name. now. Like he's a, he's a name that you've seen before and you've seen do all right. That's what Royce Freeman is, but. Man, the, the the running back situation is so so it's wonky murky. out there. But yeah, murky's like the. Thankfully, I thought of that word because I've yeah. I've been having trouble with my words today. But the Broncos spent first round draft picks on Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler to complement Cortland Sutton. Excuse me, at wide receiver. If you have to pick one, Judy or Hamler, who's going to have the better year, and are they worth owning? Probably Judy. I think Judy as well. Do you categorize them as a wide receiver three or more of a dart throw? Flex dart throw. I mean, Judy could. He's a highly touted rookie. I mean, it's basically it's basically Cortland Sutton. Maybe a late round flyer on a guy like Jerry Judy. I'm just thinking that, like, I wonder if... Because we talk about rapport a lot on this yeah. show. Because that's a real thing. You You have certain wide receivers that do absolutely nothing somewhere. And they go somewhere else and just click really well with that quarterback. Sure. And who knows what kind of rapport Judy's going to have with with Drew Locke. Well, that, and that's why I said late round flyer. He's not going to be a guy that he's one of those possible sleeper rookie type right. guys because he has the talent. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with you. So just you know, question that's not on our outline here. Cortland Sutton is currently being touted as a top 10 wide receiver. Disagree. Disagree. Okay. I think you and I are in the, in the like mind. Dude's super talented. I think he's going to be very good, yeah. But yeah, I don't top know if he, 10? I'm not sure he's going to top 10. I'm not there on that, no. All right. Speaking of a team with a lot less top 10s than you would expect them to with the talent that they have on that roster, let's go to the Raiders, formerly of Oakland, now of Las Vegas. I am going to say Oakland a lot. So Yeah, we want all you Tech One team members out there to keep a tally of, uh, and I quote, San Diego Chargers and Oakland Raiders. Because Let us know how many times we say those, I've not counting the ones that I just mentioned. I've, I've coined this division the division that I will say the wrong cities. I still can't believe the Raiders moved to Vegas. Oh. That's so interesting. Do you remember the old, old, old XFL team, the Vegas Renegades? Oh, jeez. I believe it was the Renegades. Might be the, I, don't, I might be wrong. But don't, you're, like, I, uh, that sounds right. The, the first, the first go-around of the XFL, yeah. not the most recent one, there was a team from Vegas that I thought was super cool uh, during the, uh, the uh, no fair catch and the... Was that the the, the team? Ec- was the that actual the extreme football league? Was, was that the team that he hate me was on? I th- it might have been. So. Yeah, I can I can been. picture the logo. In yeah, my we'll, head. we'll have to get some clarification on that. We'll and we'll tweet you guys after we find <laughs> out because that's that's an interesting one. But a lot of a uh, lot of new talent here on the Vegas Raiders. They drafted wide receiver Henry Ruggs Jr. They drafted wide receiver Brian Edwards, and they had a large free agent cast. Tight end Jason Witten, quarterback Marcus Mariota, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, and running back Devontae Booker. So a lot of depth pieces. 
not even sure all these folks are going to be on the team uh, come the actual 2020 season. Like, Nelson Starting, Aguilar, you mean. Like, why? Remember when he was supposed to be this next big thing out in Philadelphia? I do. And they just like, he's just not even there anymore. And I'll never forgive him. I subbed him in super late uh, as a flex option against the Packers. And I thought, hey, the Packers are going to be up on him. The Eagles will be down. They'll have to throw. Wentz will make you know Aguilar a favorite target. And he had one target for zero catches for the whole game. Yeah. And I lost that game by .7 points. So if he would have gotten one catch, yeah. I win that game. But anyhow, the Raiders added a whole ton of personnel, especially picking up Marcus Mariota. Apparently he's super touted. As a John Gruden favorite, Gruden grinder, do you think this guy with that that means that Carr is on a short leash, or is just is he there just to give a a better option in case of injury? I I don't get where the Mariota being any better than Carr thing kind of comes in because I I well certain coaches like certain players better than others. And, you know, maybe Gruden. Yeah, obviously, for the last, what, two I, years? I don't get it because, I mean, they're both. Here's a team again. There's a guy out there yeah. by the name of Cam Newton. Could fit really well. Who would fit really well. And and the Raiders will sign anybody. I mean, look at who they picked up. They just they just throw guys in. Like, I don't know what they're doing there. Um, however, Mariota being a thing, I, I don't get why it's a thing. I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's mostly just a, a a better, in terms of talent, a better talent backup than what they had. Um, sure, but he's. A, I don't think he's going to take the starting. He's spot. not going to take the wheel. No, I mean, Derek Carr. If you look at his games, he lost uh, his spot to Ryan Tannehill. True. <laughs> well, he he gave well, his injury. Spot a to lot Ryan of it Tannehill. is injuries, and it, it, he'll probably you know he's he's often injured. So for. When even mentioning Mariota as like this is going to be a thing, a quarterback battle and all that, I just don't see it. Right, I don't, I don't think so either. I think you're absolutely right, Mariota. All the uh, attention the media has on him, just unwarranted, just no need. Yeah, agree. Um, but with it being wide receiver heavy now, you drafted two wide receivers. You are, you already have Tyrell Williams. You already got Hunter Renfro. Uh, I think Zay Jones is in uh, in Vegas now. What do you? I mean, pass catchers. They also picked up. Jason Witten, Nelson Aguilar, who do you want as a pass catcher in Vegas, if anybody? I mean, they got Darren Waller, um, obviously a, a top ten type ben, tight end. They've got Jason Witten now. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Ruggs is a highly touted rookie. Again, uh, Williams has. Done a few things here and there. I think it's not, like, nothing. No one really jumps out at me. Yeah, uh, except for possibly Waller at tight end. I think Tyrell Williams by the end of the season is not number one on the depth chart. Um, no, I know. You know, they, he had a couple of games last year, but I mean, I, and we'll talk about it. And Hunter Renfro kind of maybe jumps out at me as like it's a late that, round it's flyer. That poor thing. I'm yeah. telling you. Now I think that uh, Renfro or or Ruggs is going to be the receiver to have in, but they're in not uh, th- Vegas. I keep wanting to say Oakland, but I have to stop. You're Look doing, at the paper you're and say Vegas. Good, you're doing a pretty good job. Oh, uh, it's like my brain's having a hard time <laughs> processing. They're not in Oakland anymore. Um, 
but I mean, e- even still, those guys are late round flyers. Oh, late rounds. Yeah, they're they're not anchoring at your best. your team. No, yeah. no, no. Not not this time for sure. But that does it for the additions uh, section where we go through each team. This is going to be an interesting one. We're going to talk about our position picks. We are going to start with quarterback, and I got to tell you, quarterback was a tough one for this division. Ready, down, put, put, put. Highest ranked AFC West quarterback. This wasn't the tough part. This was not the tough part. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna switch it. So usually we go high ranked, overvalued, undervalued. We're gonna do high ranked, under, and then we're gonna close on the over because I have a little piece that I want to talk about with the over. So, Ben, who did we consensus agree is the highest-ranked quarterback in the AFC West? It's, uh, it's Patrick. It is Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes yeah. obviously. Come on now. If you thought it would be someone else, you're silly. Second, Possibly the first quarterback off the board in yeah. some drafts. He, I was going to say second-best quarterback, but in my rankings that I have currently done in my mind, yeah. he is number one. Because, uh, my, again, my brain's not working with words today. It's fine. It's, uh, you can flip phone. He's, he's up there. He's, it's He's clearly the best in this division. Yeah, for sure. Not a question. But, Ben, why don't you go ahead and tell me your undervalued quarterback in the AFC West. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. I think. Tell uh, me why, Ben. It's just he's proven he can be a starter. I mean, when we're talking about this division, we're about to get to it. <laughs> what what you have to say about some of the yes. stuff. But, um, I mean, he's got a lot of weapons. He does. There. Uh, he he's proven he can do things as a starter. They're gonna give he's gonna get the chance. So you know it, it, he's not gonna be. When we talk about these under these undervalued guys, sir, he's gonna be a streamer. Yeah, you know he's not gonna be taking up a bench spot for you. However, he might be good in some you know certain matchups, streaming well, and in dailies and things ups. like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whereas I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to go with a guy that I think is going to sneak into the top 15, and that's Drew Locke. Mm. So he had a pretty good, I mean, rookie season. He started about halfway through, seeing as how Denver doesn't know what a quarterback is for the most part. He's got a lot of weapons. Him and Cortland Sutton seem to like each other. I saw a lot of good videos of him and Jerry Judy doing some good work. He really seems to... Not like Noah Font in terms of targets, but Noah Font's still there. He's still a beast. He'll, he'll he's gonna get better. And you've got the trio of Melvin oh, Gordon, Philip Lindsay, sure. Royce Freeman that are all fairly adept at pass catching. And and f- he's got an okay set of wheels. So he could be a guy where if you're trying to take a flyer, or if you're if you need a streamer if he's still out there, Drew Locke, I think, is a good option. And I am pretty high on him this year. Uh, I think he could sneak into the top 15. He probably won't make my rankings uh, for quarterback. But, it, you but, know, but that might be something that he's might be rostered by some people then. It, again, he's... I wouldn't. But. I hate saying like heavily touted, but I've seen a lot of people speaking very highly of Drew Locke uh, this year. Maybe a sleeper QB in Maybe. a way? Okay. People seem to like him. And I do too. So yeah. let's, let's be clear. But let's talk about overvalued. So... This is a very tough one to put together uh, because you're in a division with Pat Mahomes. And if you look at the team, so you got, you know, realistic starters, Drew Locke, Tyrod Taylor, maybe Justin Herbert. Sure, 
Derek Carr, and then the media darling, Marcus Mariota. I don't. Aside from Pat Mahomes, you could make an argument that Pat Mahomes might be overvalued because he might go too soon. He might be too expensive. But he's Pat Mahomes. It's him and Lamar Jackson. They're going to command a high price. They're going to command a second or third round snake around draft pick. But the other guys, yeah. y- you're they're probably going to be on your Matt. waivers. Like again, ma- again, if you're high on Drew Locke like I am, maybe you draft them just because why not? Like good example, last year I was high on Josh Allen. I drafted him sure. because he wasn't really on anyone else's radar. I thought I had, I had a good feeling about him. Maybe Drew Locke's that for you. But, but these guys aren't even. Like, they're streamable at best. So I don't really value any of them, yeah. to be fair, Nor do in, I. in terms of a fantasy aspect. So we actually just uh, left that particular <laughs> one blank because we, we... We don't value any of them. So we, we thought about making it Patrick Mahomes, like I said, but we both couldn't make an argue for overvalue. Like yeah. last week, not last week, pardon me, earlier this week, I had DeAndre Hopkins as my highest receiver and he was my most overvalued yeah. because of my question marks of his position in a brand new offense. This is Pat Mahomes. This is Pat Mahomes' offense. Yeah. Like there's you can't overvalue him because he's Pat Mahomes. He's proven it, you know, for multiple years now. So we'll we'll leave quarterback at this. Pat Mahomes is awesome. Yes. Draft him if you can if you feel, if you feel comfortable where you are. Ben likes Tyrod Taylor as a streamable option. I like Drew Locke as a streamable option or if you're feeling ballsy as a, a late round starter, sleeper. But everybody else, yeah. I mean, again, you can, you can probably stream them all. You can probably yeah. stream Derek Carr. You can. You There's going to be that. There will probably be better options. So. Yeah, but there there are typically better options. <laughs> so, again, Pat Mahomes number one, Drew Locke, Tyrod Taylor, probably the best. We of the bunch. won't be talking about any of those guys next week besides Patrick Mahomes. Correct. And uh, so. with that, we'll jump to a more fun area: running backs. Ready, down, put, put, put. Let's talk some running backs. Yes, Top-ranked AFC West running back. I'm just going to give you the obvious answer. The obvious answer is Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. The dude's in every down back. He's in everywhere back. He had a great year last year. He'll have a better year this year. And if you just remember the pass catchers we mentioned, besides Darren Waller coming out of Vegas, no one else really you know trips your trigger as like a must-own rock star wide receiver pass catcher. So... I mean, Josh Jacobs is the do-it-all, and I think Josh Jacobs is the number one. Ben? Austin Eckler. Let me ask you something really quick about Josh. Austin Eckler is my number one, obviously. But let me ask you really quick about um, do you, where do you see Josh Jacobs? Is he a top ten? Top ten. Okay. Not, again, with, with the talent that there is, I don't think he cracks the top five. And I think he's got, he's got top five upside. Like yeah, and that's if, he, where if he has a rock star year, sure. But that's top where, ten for sure. That's where I got Austin Eckler because top five? he is top five. He will be in the top five. He, he wasn't in the top five last year. Maybe my bias is just saying that. And I think he's, I think he's again. I know you're not. You're you're down on him. I'm high on him. So All right. Okay. We're we're gonna we're gonna be very different, especially when we do the rankings on that because yeah, I think Austin Eckler is he is an anchor type player for your fantasy team. If if he can do what he did last year, absolutely he's. An and I think he can, and that's why he's my number one. I mean, even if I said he finishes outside, like just outside, like twelve, eleven, sure. so like just outside. I, you know, even though, or even with that being said, you know, in a standard league, that's still one of the top running backs. Oh, well, I, I like. I just think he's better than he's better than Josh Jacobs. Okay, well that <laughs> leads directly into yeah. why 
Austin Eckler is my overvalued pick. I'm just not as high on him this year. I know that that's, you know, whatever, sacrilege, say what you want. That's sacrilege. Tyrod Taylor doesn't, I mean, he doesn't like to run, but he's better at running than Phillip Rivers. So he doesn't check down as often. And I'm just curious if Austin Eckler gets, you know, instead of getting 11 receptions like he did from Phillip Rivers, if it's going to be like six or seven, he might not be able to do as much with them. Because when it comes to a broken play and a scrambled pocket, like, Tyrod's just going to book it. He's going to take it himself. Whereas Phillip Rivers would just bail and dump it to Eckler, and you get one pass for Maybe. six yards. So I'm just curious if the production remains the same. And that that's my main issue. Is like, the quarterback's different, yes, but it's a different style of quarterback, right? Sure. So, you know, they're going for a more mobile offense. I heard they're going to uh, work out Colin Kaepernick sometime in July. Cool. So they want a, they want a guy with a big arm, Tyrod Taylor, who's mobile like Tyrod Taylor, maybe Callan Kaepernick was pretty mobile too. So it's it's going to be a different style of offense now. I can think of another quarterback that has that Who, who is that? Cam Newton. Cam Newton. <laughs> Sorry. So basically <laughs> Ben is saying that Cam Newton's going to play in the AFC West this year. He should. I mean, it'd be a good fit. I, I understand your reasoning. I just think he's – I don't think he's going to be overvalued. I think he's going to be st- still top five. Okay. A lot I of mean, people have him in the top ten. I think he might crack that top five again. All right. I can dig it. But um, why don't you let me know who you're overvaluing? I overvalue the all three Broncos. The entire, the entire Broncos trio. trio. Because which one do you draft? I mean, as, as we discussed earlier, it's just who's going to be the guy? And it might be, uh, you know, I think – Royce Freeman is probably the bottom. I mean, if you go one, two, three, you might go Gordon, Lindsey, Freeman, Freeman, or some people might go Lindsey, Gordon, Freeman, Freeman, or Do you know Gordon uh, Freeman was the protagonist of Half Life Two. Yes, yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, or you could some people might even put, you know, Lindsey, Freeman, Gorman. Because of the injuries factor, Maybe. there's, uh, there is. It's tough to choose which one of those guys. And like you're we talked about before, team and I said that I'd be on the Philip Lindsay team if I had to pick one. Sure, um, and I, I think I'd be that route too. I understand why Melvin Gordon appeals to a lot of people. You know, he's got a track record of being very good. I just I don't know what he brings to the Broncos in terms of effectiveness because, yes, they like to run the ball, but, man, in terms of just production and usage, like, you got two other running backs there who are pretty darn good in their own right. I, I guess we'll see. I mean, and that's, we'll why it's we'll tough to, see. that's why it's tough to value any one of them, even, th- even though they're, they're all talented. So, right. like, they all should be on a, on, a, on a fantasy team. But like you said, you're hands-off with, with that entire yeah. trio, essentially. Personally, yes. But undervaluing, a little bit different. Someone that you like is like a late rounder or even you know a target to, to trade for early in the season. Ben, who's your I, undervalued running I back? Like, I like Damian Williams. I mean, he's been there. You were talking about Edwards Hilaire, and you know he's that drafted uh, running back that it, I don't know if he's going to take the, the top spot from Damian Williams. I think it's going to be a timeshare. Uh, I really do, and which is why my undervalue is Mr. Clyde. I'm just going to call him Mr. Clyde because Edwards Hilaire is that's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. So Mr. Clyde, it is. Um, between the two, Damian Williams, Mr. Clyde. I mean, 
yes, timeshare. I think it's going to be a timeshare. I mean, kind of a 50-50 situation. But in terms of who's going to be more effective and who's probably going to have more of a 60-40 share towards the end of the year, I think it's Mr. Clyde. I mean, okay. Williams tends to drop off a little bit. And I just think it's going to be Williams. Yeah, and what you can't go <laughs> wrong with either. And again, when you're talking about the Chiefs, you're talking about high-scoring offenses, you're talking about running backs that are involved in the passing game, and they score like 40 points a game. Yeah. So you typically can't go wrong with most Chiefs. Again, pass catchers, I think we talked about Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, which will be mentioned later. But, yeah, I like the running backs for for the for the Chiefs. You just like... Mr. Clyde. Mr. Clyde. I mean, I'll take both More of them, but Davis. I'd rather have Mr. Clyde. Okay. But uh, Closing up on our running back situations, uh, I've got Josh Jacobs at my top spot. Ben's got Austin Eckler. I've got Austin Eckler at my overvalued. Ben's got the entire Denver Broncos trio, so he cheated a bit, but that's okay. we got undervalues. We're, bo- we're both going with the Chiefs running backs, but we got one guy saying Damian, one guy saying Mr. Clyde. Let us know who you think. That might be our poll later today. If you think it's going to be Clyde or oh, I like that. Uh, Damian Williams good pull. As, as the winner. But let's talk about uh, this most interesting position of this area is, is pass catchers. Uh, so we're going to jump to wide receivers. Ready, down, put, put, put. This one's a bit tricky. So there's a lot of talent. And it looks like we have conflicting opinions, sure. which I like. So I don't know how you didn't pick this, but the, the highest ranked receiver in the AFC West has to be Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's Pat Mahomes' favorite target. The dude can run like a negative five forty-yard dash. He's just already there, like teleportation. So, you know, say what you want about his home road splits, because that was kind of a point of contention last year. Tyreek Hill is just a monster uh, for fancy production. So, it looks like you disagree with me. Well, I don't. I don't disagree that he is that he's a monster. good. Yeah, but you he think that someone's going to top him off. I think Keenan Allen is a bit better. Really? Personally. Now, they're a lot closer than you think. And like I could you could I could put Keenan Allen at undervalue, to be honest with you. Probably. He's just uh, we talk about a guy who's just there and consistent. Now, even though he gets He's in, the Allen Robinson guy. Uh, yeah. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. Like even though he 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 can be injured here and there. Everyone plays her. Tyreek Hill like, was injured here and he there. He plays her. And I mean he had he's one of those guys that's been there. He had a, I mean he had a better year than Tyreek Hill. Uh Hill know. missed a few games. I, well, I mean, Keenan Allen was banged up. He's always banged up. But I just think between the two no, you can't go wrong with Tyreek Hill. Right. I just I've seen more consistency out of Keenan Allen. So you think that's uh the draft spot that Tyreek Hill takes or the cost in an auction is too high for what you would think to grab I don't, personally. I don't think so, no. I'm not saying that Tyreek Hill is not not highly – he's not a top – he is a top 10 receiver. I right. just think so is Keenan Allen, and if I have my choice between the two – You want Keenan. I'd, I'd rather have Keenan Allen. That's fair. Which kind of ties neatly into the overvalue. I'm going with Keenan Allen. Now, hear me out. I think he's supremely talented. And I think people think he's, like, close to retirement. Dude's, like, 28 and years he's old. He's not that old. Yeah, so he's he's got good three, four years left uh, in his career before he starts to kind of take on that Larry Fitz role. But my my thought process with overvaluing Keenan Allen is 
new quarterback, potentially a slightly new system. It's not Philip Rivers anymore. I I mean, let's just be real here. I might not like Tyrod Taylor. I might not think he's worth it. Like, if you look a lot, so I guess my most recent Tyrod experience is him with the Browns. I drafted Jarvis Landry with the Browns in Jarvis's first year. Tyrod was the quarterback. Tyrod did not do very well in Cleveland, and he made Jarvis Landry kind of bad. Who does well in Cleveland? Well, who who's the last quarterback that you remember that's done well in Cleveland? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was how did I was Tyrod born. did fine in Buffalo. He did fi- so he did fine, but he was never like a guy that I went out of my way to go get for for fancy purposes. Yeah, but Jarvis Landry is not Keenan Allen. I think Jarvis Landry is same situation. Okay, wide receiver one, kind of a volume Fair. guy. I, I understand. No, I just yeah. I, don't get me wrong. Keenan Allen, super talented, yeah. top ten. Yeah, but like. With Philip Rivers, I just don't know if it's going to be the same with Tyrod. If I had to pick, I think Philip Rivers is a better passer than Tyrod is. Oh, yeah. So this, I'm looking at this as, as Tyrod is just not as good of a, pass, a passer, so I don't know. Maybe it's a volume thing. Ma- I mean, maybe it's a volume thing. I mean, sure. I'm just not as high on him. If I, if I had to have, like, one or the other... Like I mean, we'll talk about my undervalue in just a moment. I'd rather have my undervalue yeah. than Keenan Allen. Yeah. And who's so your overvalue? My overvalued is Cortland Sutton because he had a big year last year. I I don't know what to think about the Broncos. That's fair. I think he's he still might. I I don't, I don't know that he's going to be in that top ten, but he's going to be drafted as top ten. And you know, because that's, that's last possible. year. And he so Cortland Sutton. He's still going to be. I think. I still think he's going to be a, a high up there. Yeah. Like Cortland Sutton's going to have a good year. I just don't think he's going to have the year at last year. He's going to be drafted as a top ten. He's maybe more like a top twenty, twenty five. I think he'll, he'll he'll finish top fifteen, top twenty. That's in the top twenty. So yeah. I just don't think he's a top ten talent. You know. Yeah. I guess. I'm just not sold on Tyrod. The Tyrod Keenan connection, I just don't think I can well, get behind. I understand. Whereas Drew Locke and Cortland Sutton at least have a, at least they have like a, a subject that I can look yes. at. And they they worked together at the end of last and year, that's, and, and that's they did why, very well. And that's why you have, I have him overvalued, but you have Cortland Sutton. So again, if it was Keenan Allen or Cortland Sutton, and you asked me, I had to have one. I would pick Cortland Sutton. Okay. Me personally, um, call me crazy, but I just I just don't see it with Keenan this year. Uh, Ben's got a bit more of a deeper, but I do like it because I think yeah. he will eventually take over that number one spot. I like, I like uh, Hunter Renfro as like a late, long, or maybe like a wide receiver two flex. Yeah, and he late, was later round kind of sleeper guy. He was playable last year. Yeah, like it just seems like him and Carr have a, have a have they understand. A, they have a chemistry. And he's There's fast. A, they they've picked up a few guys that maybe that offense will be a little bit better. Um, so he'll get a little bit more opportunities. He'll get more space. Yeah. Um, with well, the especially other guys if they're looking at uh, yeah, you know, Darren Waller, yeah. uh, Tyrell Williams. That kind of leaves Hunter Renfro just to yeah, beat that he's, one guy. He's he's a, again a deep, a little bit deeper pick, but he's a sleeper. You know, uh, something that you, someone you might want to take a flyer on. He's the kind of guy where we we talk about this a lot, where it's the end of the draft. You're mm-hmm. kind of picking out your your depth pieces, you know. People you're taking a shot on before you have to, you, you don't want to have to grab somebody off waivers right away. So you want to have them before they you're go p- off. It's the guys you're picking for your bench 
before the last two rounds where you draft oh or the last round, I should say, where you draft your kicker. Your kicker, yeah. Because yeah. if you take a kicker, because some people like will take the the defense in the third to last or second round. Uh, they're still going to be in a there, while. guys. They're still yeah. going to be there. But um, that, that, that's kind of how I'm looking at him. All right, no, I I do like the Hunter Grandor pick, and like I said, there's a good chance he's probably the number one wide receiver on that team uh, by the end of the year. Maybe Rugs. I just don't think it's it's not going to be Tyrell Williams by the end of the season. Just to clarify our picks, highest ranked, we disagree. We got Tyreek Hill on my end, Keenan Allen over by Ben. I'm overvaluing Keenan Allen. I'm not a big fan. Uh, Cortland Sutton on Ben's end thinks he's a bit too big for his britches. Uh, I think Cortland Sutton should have him. I'd, I'd like him this year. And Ben likes the deep pick of Hunter Renfro, who's undervalued. Let's get into some tight ends because this division in particular has actually quite a bit of tight end talent. This was a fun was. one. Yeah. Let's talk about some tight ends. Ready, down, put, put, put. I think we're all crazy. Yeah. If the first answer for highest ranked. The highest ranked is Mr. Travis Kelsey. Mr. Obviously. Travis Kelsey. He's, he's, he's the number one tight end off your board. I mean, Absolutely. He, is, he, is a, he is a tight end. He's a wide receiver one. I want to tell all you Tech team <laughs> a little story. It's a short story. This show is actually born because of Travis Kelsey. I was having a conversation with Sam. Y'all remember Sam from season one? Travis Kelsey. So we were in a draft. He was spot 14. I was spot 13 in the standard snake draft. We're looking at kind of the stats before the draft comes out. We see that spots overall, 13 and 14, are Travis Kelsey and Mike Evans. So the conversation happens to be, since we're at spot 13, 14, who am I going to take? Because I'm drafting one spot before him. And he says, you got to grab Evans because you need to have an anchor for your wide receiver core. And I said, I don't know, man. Travis Kelsey is, is amazing. Is an, is a and anchor, he's an anchor type All respect receiver to Mike player, Evans. Yeah. All respect. Dude, super that talented. Mike Evans is, it's not that Mike Evans isn't either. I know. But when you ask me who I want, I want the guy on, at the time, a higher scoring offense. Yeah. I didn't think Jameis was going to have the year he had last year. Sure. I'm not sure who did think that. But... I wanted Travis Kelsey, and Sam was trying to, you know, he could not understand that how can you have Travis Kelsey as your best wide receiver pass catcher on your team? When your guys like Travis Kelsey scoring 20-plus points a game, you can have that as your best He's scoring just as much as Mike Evans. Right. So that was where the, depending on And depending on what type of league you're in, like, again, I talk about a lot of leagues start to go away from just the tight end, like sold on, you have to have a tight end. They have the wide receiver Must have tight end. You have a lot of wide receivers slash tight ends, right? As opposed to that, he's almost a wide receiver, and, and he's he can anchor that. And if you're in a league that you must have a tight end, well, you have the best tight end in the game. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, so it's, it's kind of a no brainer. And you know, we hope Sam's doing well. Sam will be back eventually, I'm sure. Uh, Sam, if you're listening, we miss you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. But uh, Travis Kelsey can be just as effective as Mike Evans. And uh, sure. that's been my position on it for a couple of years now at, the, at this point. Overvalued, though. Obviously, Travis Kelsey was the highest ranked. Overvalue. I think it's got to be Darren Waller. Now, listen. I think Darren Waller had an amazing year. He's going to keep being amazing. Year. But, Ben, why don't you tell me you're overvalued quick? And I'm going to go on a little mini thing. Okay. 
I, I, I was back up Jason Witten because I think people are actually going to draft Jason Witten people thinking will. that he's going to do something and he's he's busted and he's done. You and know, that's like, part of why I think that Darren Waller is a bit overvalued is because yeah. I see them running a lot of two tight end sets now. Because, again, you don't pick up Jason Witten just to have him sit on your bench as like a player coach. You have Jason Witten and your team to play. The Raiders might. The, the Raiders <laughs> might. But I think that Jason Witten will, will cannibalize a bit of Darren Waller's production. So I don't again. I think he's super talented. He's gonna be on a lot of people's tight ends. Do you? I think, think he finishes top five, probably. Okay, Worst case, still top ask. ten. But I think that. I mean, what was he like? Tight end four last year. Maybe. Maybe he's lower than that. So, I think he sees a bit of a dip in production because Jason Witten exists on that team. If you think about it, before he was the only guy, on that team. Whereas now you got Jason Witten, his one catch for seven yards. I mean, Darren Waller is better almost in every way versus Jason Witten. But they have Jason Witten now, and it feels bad if you don't use him a little if you picked up Jason Witten. Sure. But I, I see why, like, I would not pick up Jason Witten myself. No, I, I'm going to, like, people are going to draft him and yeah. waste a roster spot on him. And it's just, that's why I have him as that. But you the know, Raiders are not good enough it's, to have it's both bes- tight ends. Besides, honestly, and when we're picking this and we're looking at the division to pick a specific guy, like I don't. Besides, the reason I picked him is because I think the starting tight ends are all valuable. It's not you aren't really going to overvalue them. You know, it's not a reach to Travis Kel- draft. Excuse me, draft Travis Kelsey right in the second round or even like you like you know fourteen team league like. Late, late in first. the first round, yeah. depending on what's going on. Uh, Darren Waller is going to be top five, top ten. The I mean, Darren Waller and, makes a good yeah. potential case that he's. I mean, I think we talk about this with a different tight end, but uh, Darren Waller makes a case that he could be the fourth head on Mount Rushmore of tight ends for mm-hmm. for the twenty twenty. I'm not going to go that far. That's still Mandrews. So he, well, yeah, man, that was the to me. thing I were talking about. Yeah. yeah, so I think that Darren Waller still has a good year. I just think that Jason Witten hurts his production a bit, sure. but. Let's hurry through here. We're a little bit over time. Uh, undervalue. Ben, who's your under? Noah Font. I do like Noah Font this year, too. Fant? Font? I don't know. Fant. I, think, I think it's Font. Well, it, either I way. I like if we say Fant, we're, yeah. we're way too Wisconsin. Sure. <laughs> either way, um, uh, kind of to what I was saying before with the overvaluing, I don't think you can overvalue the starting tight ends. He's a starting tight end. In Denver, he had a, a pretty decent year last year. He might take that next step. Yeah, and I, I like Hunter Henry. I think that who's new, another good tight end. Yeah, option. new <laughs> new quarterback, potentially new scheme. Uh, Hunter Henry is going to be that like emergency safety blanket, and you know he's good to go that way. But uh, yeah, just I mean, we'll we'll write down one more time. Travis Kelsey, best tight end out there. I think he's the best tight end in football, honestly. Uh, Over Valley, we picked both of the Raiders tight ends, Darren yep. Waller and Jason Witten. And then we both undervalue. I mean, we lo- would love to have Hunter Henry and yeah. Noah Font. Uh, Noah, so it's just a lot of really good tight end talent. Yeah. In this so this uh, for this division, I mean, we we've always kind of struggled with tight ends going through all of these shows. But on this last divisional one, every all f- all four of these teams starting tight ends will be rostered. Absolutely, they're all possibly top ten. Minus tight. Jason Witten, but yeah. Minus, well, I'm I said starting. My, so, my apologies. Yeah. So starting, you're Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Hunter Henry, Noah Font. All four of them are possible. Like two or three of them will be tight end. 
or possibly in the top 10. Yeah, for so. sure. And we'll go through that. Uh, tight ends are going to be the last week of July for rankings. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's going to do it for the June divisional breakdowns. Uh, AFC West, fun division. Uh, the poll that's going to go up is actually going to be which running back do you want from Kansas City? Do you want Mr. Clyde or do you want Damian Williams? Uh, that's going to go up uh, later today. Uh, but we really do appreciate all the time that you guys have given us in helping us get to close to 1,000 downloads. Once we get there, we'll be sure to do something special for you guys. But remember, when you are joining us, to give us a follow on Twitter, to like our page on Facebook, to subscribe to us on Apple, Google. Uh, We're also going to be on YouTube as well now. And listen to us on your Spotify podcast as well. Ben, what should they do when they listen to us? Leave us a five-star review. That's awesome. From Tecmo HQ, I was your host, Andy. This was our host, Ben. We'll talk to you next week, guys.